This has got to be personal for you. I crossed my arms. It was a long time ago. Jessie fixed her bright blue eyes on me. I realized something strange just then. In the last ten minutes, I hadn't seen her blink once. Well, she said, seeing as the newspaper account is probably bullshit, how about you tell us what really went down that night? Harmony? I remembered my mother whispering from the doorway. Get behind me. Now. I couldn't stop staring at her bleeding doppelganger, still holding an expectant hand out to me, cradling my baby sister in her other arm. You come too. It rasped again. Come to mama. I took an unsteady step to one side, backing toward the corner of the nursery, getting out of the line of fire. Something swirled in the room, a slow-building maelstrom of pressure that made my ears pop and my teeth ache. You, my mother said, locking eyes with her twin. Put her down. The creature clutched Angie tightly. Mine. The unseen winds churned faster, building like a cyclone I could only feel under my skin. My blood shivered. It was the first time I'd ever touched the currents of magic, and I'd never forget the sensation, just like I'd never forget the look of absolute rage on my mother's face. Put her down, she roared lunging out with both hands, pressing her open palms toward the creature. The air rippled and turned to spun glass. Translucent, scalloped spears of hardened air blossomed like ice crystals, spearing toward the creature, harpooning its stomach and shoulder. Blood guttered from its wounds as it twisted and thrashed, breaking free, still clinging desperately to Angie with one arm. The baby was awake now and squalling, struggling. The creature raised its free hand and brought it down in a smashing fist. My mother's spell broke, the crystallized air shattering into a rain of broken glass on the shag carpet. Then it hissed and charged, coming from my mother like a freight train, lashing out with a brutal backhand and sending her sprawling to the floor. I ran after it. I don't know what I thought I could do, I just knew I had to try. My father heard the shouting. He was in the kitchen at the end of the hall, wearing his boxer shorts and clutching his service revolver, coming to the rescue. The creature barreled toward him. He saw its face and paused, just for a heartbeat, confused. Elise, he said. What's wrong with- It lashed out with fingernails, suddenly turned long, hard, and black, and slashed his throat open. I think I screamed. I don't remember that part. I just remember being down on my knees on the cold linoleum, grabbing my father's chest like I could hug him back to life, listening to him drown in his own blood. The choking, gurgling sounds stopped. 
There was something left in his eyes, one last spark of light, and he gave me the faintest smile as his big, strong fingers squeezed my arm. Then he was gone. Cherry and snow-colored lights strobed outside the kitchen window. My mother took hold of my shoulders, pulled me off my father's dead body, and turned me to look at her. She fought through her own tears, making sure I listened. You were in your room the whole time. You didn't hear or see anything. Harmony? These men? You can't tell them the truth. They won't believe you. Just say you were in your room. Promise me. The house filled up with uniforms, big, clunky shoes tromping everywhere. The air filled with crackles and radio static. Barry, one of my father's deputies, took me into my room. He was a kind-faced man, still carrying some baby fat.